So a quick review um, of all the different medicines that I've done this year, plant and some animal medicine, some frog medicine and toad medicine as well. Um, and I will tell you, this is as limited as it gets. I am not a facilitator. It would probably take me the next, I want to say 10 years to become a facilitator. I will probably host some retreats and, and bring in other facilitators, but I, my, my, lim, my knowledge is very limited. I've probably participated in 30 to 35 different medicines, um, um, ceremonies this year. And I wanted to share with you um, my experience, but also keep in mind that it's going to be nothing like your experience so that you kind of have an overview of, of what those things are, why I chose to go that way. What does integration look like? What, what they did for me, which uh, might be very, very different for what it's going to do for you. Right? So um, first of all, that the mother, the mother plant medicine, there's um, the way it was explained to me in the most recent ceremony I did, there is about 33 master plants. Um, and the mother of them all is mother ayahuasca. Then, you know, you have the father, which is Iboga. Then you have the grandfather, um, which is uh, Wachuma, um, also known as San Pedro. Um, I think, I believe I've never done peyote. I think that is also, um, a masculine grandfather medicine. I don't know enough about that. And then you have, um, then you have the sacred mushroom, which is absolutely beautiful. Very, very childlike, um, very friendly, very playful medicine. And they all work together. Uh, okay. Like they all work together. They are the master teachers and they can teach different things. It really just depends what you are called to. It's, um, first of all, um, there are some people it doesn't work for if you're in medication. Um, I know some people with certain types of bipolar, some types are okay, some are not, um, schizophrenia and so on and so forth, right? Or uh, folks who are on SSRIs, antidepressants, that kind of stuff. It doesn't work. Um, now I started with, uh, Iboga and everybody's like, why did you do that? That's the craziest plant medicine you could do, which I didn't know. I'm not a research type of person. I like to experience things for myself. And a friend of mine did it years ago and it was kind of on my list. And uh, I decided to travel in February down to Costa Rica and do a boga, two ceremonies. And um, that was that. Huh. Um, have I, would I have done it differently? Yes, probably I wouldn't start with the boga. Um, it, it is very rough. It is a very powerful medicine. I only did two journeys, so I can't really pass a judgment. Um, it can be very transformative for people, but, uh, you, I don't know. I, I recommend that that might not be your first medicine that you do, right? The only thing that I've ever done before, I don't even smoke weed, you guys. I'm, I'm very like, like, no, and I'm very much like, no, I wasn't in a surrender space with it. And I was kind of scared and what's going to happen. And, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of it, uh, the, the ways the medicine can affect you is at the level of your body and detox, then it can affect your emotional body mentally and spiritually. And a lot of it was about the bodily detox and, and, and stuck energies detox, right? 
So a boga journey is very long. It was about 24 hours long. The main ceremony is uh, between, I want to remember from like 7 p.m. to 6 a.m., but then we didn't sleep. We just went back to my rooms and lay on a bed and processed and just felt terrible. And then you go to bed and you wake up and you look 10 years younger. It was so weird how that happened. Um, a lot got cleared out, but I kind of knew I barely scratched the surface. And I did not have any visions. I didn't have any psycho psychedelic experience. I didn't have any mental experience. For both of those ceremonies, I just really felt um, very, very sick, which is part of the healing. And then you feel really, really great when you wake up the next day after you get some sleep. So that was my Iboga journey. And I will probably come back to that medicine at some point when I feel like I'm really ready. And I will be able to tell you probably much more uh, beautiful things about it. Then, um, then I participated in, I want to say about 23, somewhere between 20 and 25. Yeah, probably close to 25 ayahuasca ceremonies. Um, I went to different places, um, and testing different, um, settings for me, I need to understand what's happening. Why is it happening? Why am I doing this? Uh, why am I suffering? And for me, attending or participating in retreats without thorough integration, without thorough preparation and interpretation of what was going on, even ahead of time, um, it was not productive, okay? So there's a lot of people out there facilitating um, ayahuasca ceremonies. Uh, some of them will go and come to your living room. And uh, it's just all kinds of things. I want to say, oh my gosh, please honor yourself. Please come down to Costa Rica. Like work with a reputable center. At some point, I would like to bring a really experienced, amazing, amazing experienced shaman into uh, a retreat that I'm holding space for right now. Uh, that is, you know, uh, still pretty far out. But the the centers, you know, the really reputable centers can't say enough good things about Rhythmia, where I've been there multiple times. Soltar, I've never been there, but I plan on going here. Amazing things. It's a little bit more within budget. Uh, it's different structure, but also uh, what is um, what is common for the, both of those two places is that you're doing four ceremonies, right? Soltar gives you a day break, I believe, in between, but you're also doing four ceremonies, which means you go deeper. A single experience, if you've never done it, the chances are you're going to not know how to work with the medicine and you're going to fight it. And it takes a little bit of time to learn how to trust the medicine, how to fully trust the medicine and whatever is trying to show you and let go of, oh my God, I'm going to puke in front of people. Am I going to put my pants? And is this going to happen? Am I going to go crazy? Am I going to lose my mind? Am I going to become psychotic? And really understand how the medicine work and beginning and learning how to trust that it's always, always what you need and it's always working for your own good. So going to a single ceremony, unless you know you are a completely surrendered person and you trust it and you've had maybe a lot of uh, experience in your earlier years with different psychedelics and you really can surrender to whatever comes and you can take the learnings, then yes, by all means, right? 
But for me, it took so much learning how to surrender that I really, I really recommend going for at least three back-to-back ceremonies um, in somewhere where it has really, really well-structured instruction on what does that mean. Like, for example, um, with ayahuasca, it, um, it, sh- it, it is not like you will, you will see a whole bunch of stuff and there'll be rainbows and ponies and unicorns and crazy stuff and then crazy things going on. It's not about what's going on. It's about how is this making you feel. And if you don't understand that, you will be constantly getting lost about the visuals you're getting. And they're, and it's not about that at all. Like something is being shown to you. It's uh, the medicine is trying to pull out an emotion. Like, for example, at the end of uh, one of the ceremonies, I was in a very blissful place. And I was feeling really good, very connected to my spirit in a very, very high place. And then she goes, you have pancreatic cancer and you're going to be dead within six months. And it was, it was not about the cancer. It was not, I had, I had uh, some cancer cells that were in the making. Yes. Never materialized because I healed what was behind that. But more importantly, about, about the feeling that I've never experienced before, it was the fear of death, the shock of upcoming death that uh, I, you know, could not feel otherwise. And most people have to die to actually experience that. I got lucky to not have to die to experience that. Or people have to get the diagnosis to go through that, right? So it was about processing the feeling and detaching and beginning to detach from life itself, for example, right? So, um, so you know, it's not about what you're being told, you know, there was another ceremony where I, where I was told that I was actually a lesbian. And I was like, okay, well, what do I deal with that? And I went through a whole emotional process because in a ceremony, you will believe it, right? Um, and it was about accepting myself in whatever, uh, whatever uh, comes and having to deal with it emotionally. And it's like, okay, like, what did I miss? And da, 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 da. And, and coming to, okay, I can accept whatever, right? Um, so that was just her teaching me how to surrender and accept, uh, myself as I am. And, you know, um, that was really powerful. So those are examples, but if you don't understand it, uh, then you're going to be stuck with like something being told to you and you're going to be in the loops and like going in cycles. Like, what does this mean? Is this true? Is this not true? Instead of, Oh, there's the emotion, study the emotion right so so this is why i love rhythmia so much because you're always reminded over and over and over it's it's very simple but it's like how's this making you feel have you felt this way before when you first when was the first time you felt that way and then you go there and you heal something right so uh so that's why i have um you know you need a very very strong um facilitation okay so ayahuasca is the kind of medicine medicine that I recommend you, you don't, you know, people tell you, okay, why do you need all this? You should just do one ceremony. No, there are plans where one ceremony is going to be enough. Uh, for example, San Pedro seems to be that for a lot of people or once a year or once every few years, whatever, you know, once in a while. Ayahuasca, you can go very deep with. So she's the mother plant. The energy is to really go deep and pull out everything that doesn't serve you and heal you that way. I hope that makes sense, right? So it's like 
she is like a really, really effective therapist. Like she will do a body scan or, uh, well, not a body scan. You'll, you, she'll do a whole scan of your being, of your physical body, emotional body, spiritual body, energetic body. And then, you know, your past life, your ancestral lineage. Um, and then, okay, what are we dealing with? And then it's like, all right, like, uh, go in and heal and heal some more. And then, you know, you will go through some forgiveness, um, part of, part of your journeys too, and acceptance and integrating, uh, the shadow parts of you back and, and just having to, having to love yourself and things like that. So, so, you know, um, what's, what's important that is to integrate the lessons that are being taught and really sit with it. A lot of people, you know, like six months, eight months, whatever, years later, finally clicks for them, something that happened in the ceremony. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, some people feel called to do a hundred ceremonies. Some people feel called to do just two or three and be done. Right. So, um, I just, where I'm going with this, do not feel bad where, when, you know, you want to get on a journey with it and you really want to go deep and everybody is saying like, oh, sh you should just do it once because, uh, that is not necessarily how that, how, uh, how you need to work with ayahuasca. Okay. You can do multiple ceremonies. There's so much deeper to go. And, um, there's a lot of, a lot of things that can be, uh, healed through that. And really like a single ceremony, you can go as deep as in years and years of therapy. It really is powerful. Okay, so that's ayahuasca, right? Um, it can be very physically difficult for most people. There's some form of purging, um, physical purging included, because that is the trauma that has been stored in the body uh, coming out. Uh, and it can be very difficult and it can be beautiful. It just depends on a journey. It's very important to kind of accept whatever comes, being, being, the perfect journey for you, whether it's a beautiful journey or whether it's a really, really uh, difficult one. Okay. So that was that the next medicine that um, I want to talk about is combo. So combo might be even legal in the US. From what I heard, it's no way to make it illegal because it's non psychedelic and non toxic. Okay. So it's, it's, um, the Colorado river toad. No, no, no. That's okay. It's not the Colorado river toad. It's some frog. It's the combo frog. And, um, and, uh, a facilitator, I really know so little about this because I've only done three ceremonies back to back. And as you guys don't know, as you guys know, I don't do a lot of research on this. So, um, there's, you know, you might want to Google this, but I'll just share with you my experience. Okay. So a facilitator will burn a little burn with a stick into your body. It's, it's not painful. It's, it's like a little zit, you know, and then they will place the secretion of the frog. And then you will drink a lot of water as they do that. You will drink about a gallon. And then the water in your, in your stomach will gather all the toxins it will pull the toxins out of your body into your stomach and then you will purge. The first purge for me is pretty, uh, still pretty clear and white because we went into it with fasting. We did a 72 hour fast and then three ceremonies during the fast, what, just water fast, nothing else. And then the second and third purge, uh, will 
will be colored with like dark and green and those are the toxins that are being pulled it's deeply healing deeply detoxifying really there's nothing no reason i would say don't do it except it's not pleasant you can feel really really nauseous but it's over very quickly like it's over in like 25 minutes right and uh you will get like two or three dots uh you know as many as you feel called you know some people do more some people do less um but yeah you know if, if you feel like your body needs a detox or you're dealing with a health issue uh it's just uh, I, I can't think of a reason not to do it they do it with little kids they literally do it with toddlers there's there's so yeah so if, if you have some health issues and you want to you know literally no reason not to do it it has no psychedelic experience you're not going to have like huge revelations or anything like that you will literally just feel um healthier after that and you know here in Nassara, costa rica a lot of people are you know doing that it's like um you know it's like a quick ceremony you know a friend of mine is doing it here it's like 150 bucks you know you you do a ceremony, you set an intention, you pray together. And, and, um, I suppose I, I haven't actually not participated in her ceremony. I participated somebody else, but I plan on doing that at some point. And it's just really cool, like really cool stuff. So, um, um, just, yeah, there's, it, it, it's kind of a no brainer. There's nothing to be afraid. Oh yeah. Your face will swell. Uh, as as the purge is gathering and it's going to be uncomfortable but you will you will be grateful your body will thank you so that's combo bufo is a toad okay so it's 5-meo-dmt which is substance that i was told is five times as strong as ayahuasca so ayahuasca contains uh two different substances one of them is dmt um and then the other one kind of slows the effects of DMT and mellows them out for the duration of the night. 5-MeO-DMT is a very, very um, short and very intense journey. I only did it once and um, I did not quite get the breakthrough that I was looking for. I think I was not ready or the medicine wasn't ready for me and uh, i got kind of stuck in between like this reality and some other reality and uh, didn't quite get any lessons um but a lot of people just uh report like a really profound completely different way of seeing the world and it's basically you know the having the death experience and rebirth uh in a 15 20 minute ceremony so you know, DMT is naturally occurring in the body. I, again, like these things are not dangerous. Like it can, like, unless there are some medications that can counteract that or something is going on with the body. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's okay. It's okay. All right. Like it's not going to hurt you. And, but I would also really stress that it's very important to deeply deeply respect these medicines and that was one part of it where i think if i ever do it again i'm going to go into it with a lot more surrender a lot more intention clear like a lot of prayer and a lot of like acceptance to whatever comes up without judging it okay so uh so not just doing it for the experience but really have the intention of healing yourself so that you can be, 
you know, more self-loving, better parent, whatever it is, right? The intention is so everything and who is facilitating it too is, is very, very important, um, which, you know, I will, yeah, I, I, I sense that um, uh, I'm not meant to work with this person that I worked with last time. I'm meant to work with somebody else if I have a Tua, Tua Bufo ceremony again. Um, but yeah, um, but I sense that this can be a powerful medicine, but I didn't quite get the experience that I was looking for. And that's completely okay. All right. So we're almost at the end of this rundown. Um, mushrooms, the sacred mushrooms, the sacred mushroom, which I did for the first time, uh, since one time experience in my twenties, um, last week, actually. And it was an absolutely beautiful and profound journey. It was initiation into the world of nature, uh, into the frequency that holds space for everything uh, that is possible and the sacredness of life uh, that was shown to me. Just absolutely beautiful. I saw how sacred it is to have this experience, to be able to incarnate here to be able to come to mother earth, to be able to experience all the different frequencies, not just the high ones, but the low ones, the shame and the guilt and the anger. And the, we have chose that we have chose that to, to undergo this journey. Right. And the, and, uh, I experienced the frequency, which holds space. That's the host, right? The mother earth is the host who, uh, is holding space for all this humaning and giving us the opportunity to do that. Right hoping that we won't quite destroy her completely, right? Like, hey, let's treat the planet well. And that was something that, um, that I'm paying more and more attention to. Um, but, you know, loving, loving Mother Nature and so on. But, um, but it was a really beautiful ceremony. But with, I think everybody in my group has a very, had a very different ceremony. For the most part, it was very beautiful and profound and some healing and inner child inner child healing, lots of that seems to happen on the sacred mushroom. But again, I was in a space with beautiful, beautiful two facilitators who I think did an incredible job holding a very sacred space for the journey. And the beauty of that space and the beauty of the intention of pure love, like during the journey, um, you know, their name is Jessica and Andrew, just absolutely unbelievable. Um, and I think, um, you know, I came out of it like, wow, I cannot believe like people do people eat the mushroom like recreationally and drink alcohol. I'm like, what? That doesn't even make sense. You know, but I guess, you know, the mushrooms kind of make it possible. Like they're inviting, they, they let you do that if that's what you choose to do. But oh my God, just, just so, so precious. So I was very thankful very thankful. Um, beautiful experience. And, uh, if I had to choose between like all medicine, you know, this was probably the one that was up the easiest, the most beautiful for me. And there were no difficult moments, which wasn't the case for everybody. You can have very difficult moments in a mushroom ceremony, I'm sure. But, uh, yes, the last medicine that I did was actually, uh, on new year's. It's the grandfather medicine called Wachuma. It is a cactus medicine. Um, beautiful medicine. Very difficult for me. Didn't seem to be as difficult for everybody else. 
uh, but it had to do with opening of the heart. And I recorded the previous podcast episode. If you go one episode back, then I shared a little bit about that. Um, but for the majority of the people who were there, there were about 40 of us in the ceremony. It was beautiful. It was a day 10 ceremony started, uh, you know, around 9 a.m. Daytime ceremony went for, you know, some 12 plus hours uh, for me to until midnight. Um, but it is really focused on healing of the heart. Um, and I don't know that there is any downside to or any any reason not to do it like i had a difficult journey because i had to i had to to get to forgiveness it was for me it was a lot about forgiveness but to get to forgiveness i had to allow my heart to break and experience the pain i've not been willing to experience my entire life it had to do with forgiving my mom and and uh, all the people who followed who were bringing the same energy of my mom uh and some of my uh past partners and um Oof, uh, it was just, it was a difficult ceremony for me because opening my heart, ugh, it was quite a journey, but everybody else, um, you know, or not everybody else, but a lot of other people seem to have been having very, very blissful, beautiful, uh, you know, ceremony, forgiving and praying and lots of prayer and lots of tears. Uh, it seemed like tears of joy to me, uh, but, um, you know, I, I wasn't in their ceremony and I've only done one, but, um, I think it's a, I think it's absolutely beautiful medicine. And again, you know, you just have to see like what is calling to you. And, and I did it because it felt like I have done so much work, so much deep release work this year with, uh, Iboga and mother ayahuasca and so much integration in between. I felt like I really wanted to have like a solidifying heart healing experience and to move powerfully into 2022. And that's what the mushroom and, and what Chuma, AKA San Pedro, um, did for me, at least partially. Okay. So, um, it, it just really depends. And, and, um, there's also like integration, integration is very important and everybody's timeline is very different. Like I couldn't sit here and tell you, Hey, you need to integrate for a year or two years or eight weeks or three weeks or whatever it is. Um, the way that I had set up my business, um, in the way, you know, a lot of it is changing now, but as you guys know, if you have been coming to our virtual retreats for a while, you kind of know that as a single mom, I set up my business to, close it down every six to eight weeks in 2020 and 2021. And I would shut down my whole business. Everybody would go on vacation. I would go on vacation and, and my vacation would actually be, uh, go do a lot of deep healing, um, whether it was ceremonial or not, um, and then integrate, uh, over the next eight weeks and then, okay and then grow from it, make changes in my life and then do the next eight week cycle. So, so it was a little bit structured and it was a little bit, um, yes, it, it was, it was all on calendar. It was a lot of structure and that's quite honestly what I needed at the time to be able to run my family and to, you know, as a, as a single mother and build a business and, and provide and take care of team and have everybody on the same page and, um, and a lot of the clients who, uh, de 
depended on me and who still do like give them a schedule hey this is the time where i'm going to be available here's the times where i won't right so so it just sort of worked that way i'm not sure it's going to work that way in the future i'm changing a lot in my business uh one of the things that the sacred mushroom showed me is you know how can i work perfectly in alignment not so much on a schedule and needing to have a lot more room in my schedule and running less programs and uh and more simpler programs and programs that need to be really 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 focused on healing and transformation and and last but not least i have a it was clear to me that um after having spent the last two years like participating in all these retreats and what a difference it's made for me and yes the integration the work in between is very powerful and important but i think the immersion experience is so important and that is you know that is the experience that i want to bring to my clients not just the online virtual coaching once a week twice a week and whatever but also be bringing this experiential stuff and um, sitting in a place I'll just share with you honestly it's like wow like we have a retreat next week we have a launch going on next week I was like okay I thought I was going to launch this but I really want to make it possible for the new clients that I start working with some shape or form be able to bring them down to Costa Rica um, and um, and bring them into uh, a week-long retreat where we're doing some of this shadow work and where they get to go in deep no idea at this point well i have some ideas but uh, don't know that it's going to get figured out by next week um but i will i will let you guys know what i'm thinking and and you know when and if there's going to be you know what is it going to cost and and if there's going to be a plant medicine included or not i know a lot of people want to experience ayahuasca uh which is quite tricky i think i think there's other medicines that that we can bring bring in without having to necessarily go full in into ayahuasca right away and um uh war oh oh wait there's one medicine that i did not there's one medicine that i did not mention at all and that is the medicine of the breath Whew. breath work you guys um wow it can be just as powerful or more powerful than any of these it is such a powerful emotional release and i think uh it is it is um i have participated in different styles of breath work uh i'm talking about open mouth breath work i'm i'm not talking about sitting and breathing meditation i'm talking about holotropic breath work which is uh oof, um very very powerful um you know in the latest one that i said and it was a lot of screaming and crying going on and people being much releasing at at crazy uh um i don't know speed is the word but really um having incredible emotional releases and you know it doesn't always work for me because i tend to like it you know i'm i've spent my life living in my head and kind of working for the masculine so for me i need like a very strong medicine and usually like a triple dose to like knock me off my mind um so it doesn't always work for me as as powerfully as it does for other people but what i've seen and i have brought some breath work to our clients although i'm not a i'm not a certified facilitator i just learn from others i'm looking into uh working with a teacher as we speak but um, but, um, you know, it, it is such a powerful, powerful medicine. One does not have to necessarily do, 
medicine if you're not called to it at all. Um, so anyway, not sure whether we will be holding a breathwork session next week at the retreat or not. We, we might, and we might not, we'll, we'll just kind of have to see what happens and how the group energy is and how many people there are and if it feels right, but it is so powerful, so powerful. So that is the last medicine I wanted to mention. Okay. I went on a little bit of a tangent. This is a quite long, um, quite a long, um, episode, but I just wanted to put this in front of you to just kind of, you know, um, you're listening to this, the chances are some of it is calling to you. Um, just have to go with which medicine is calling to you. Right. And I do, as you guys know, I do ton of work in between emotional release is so important. You do not need a medicine to do that. A lot of integrity work, uh, always looking at where am I out of alignment? Where am I lying to myself? That sort of thing. Uh, some embodiment work, uh, just tons and tons of other stuff, right? So uh, it's not just about the medicine, self-forgiveness, forgiveness, like, you know, that's a lot of the work that we're going to be doing next week is like some of it was medicine inspired, but then I took the practice and I started doing it in, in real life. So, um, you know, if, if medicine is not calling to you at this moment, that's completely fine. And, you know, for me, it has been like, 20% of the medicine work, 80% is kind of what happened in, in between, uh, and practicing and bringing, you know, the things that I learned and looking at my lessons for a while. I was looking at my lessons every single morning. What can I bring? Which lesson can I bring to life today? So there's, there's a lot of that, but thank you so much for listening. And yes, email or text me or, or wherever we're connected. And, you know, I just let, like always you guys i'm available like you know people like think yeah, i send out an email and people are like oh i didn't think that you were going to see the response of course i do i read you know when i email out a podcast because i always read like what people you know what what yeah I, i'm always and a lot of the times if i can i respond back and i'm very thankful for uh you know all the responses that i get so thank you thank you so much and i Hope to see you next week at the retreat. If you missed it and you're listening to this after the fact, you know, text me or reach out to me. Um, we'll let you know what we're doing next, but thank you so much.